Tutors of Life podcast, where we research life so you don't have to. Episode 120, this is your host, Sean Tudor. And this is Sam. We are doing a tutor episode. Our tutor episode this week will be on the student loan forgiveness tax bill that I think was addressed four days ago. Something something like that, yeah. Earlier this week. Um want to do it on something that was in the current news and affects us directly before it's forgotten because news cycle is extremely low yep so the the tax bill if you're familiar with it or not um, is a tax forgiveness program which it gives ten thousand dollars per person if you make under $125,000 singly or $250,000 married. So if you have a federal student loan, you'll be relieved of $10,000 of that. Um, If you don't owe $10,000 in student loans, you'll receive up to $10,000 in however much you owe. If you owe nothing in student loans, this will only impact you negatively, which we'll get to. They also approved $20,000 um to be relieved if you have a pell grant um pell grant sam could you look up and or explain what a pell grant is for everyone um it's just a type of grant that you can get if uh there's like certain circumstances so like if your parents don't make enough um so like my dad uh is on disability so i was able to use since my parents are divorced you can pick which parent um to put on your fafsa and so i would put my dad so i got pell grants throughout college but the one thing that i knew with getting a pell grant was i had to graduate in order to not have to pay it back okay yep um and i looked that up i, I did i did confirm that okay there's some other like similar there's like certain criteria you have to get to get a Pell Grant or whatever. And it's only a certain amount per year you can get. Uh, for a Pell Grant, I believe your parent or the household has to make less than 60000 a year for you to be eligible for a Pell Grant. Mm, um, so maybe it's 30000 an individual. Must be. I don't know. My dad was on disability, so yeah, yeah, right. whatever. Uh, but it... Um, I don't know. It, they pretty much tell you like it's a loan, and let like if you don't graduate, it's a loan. Yep. Um, so that's why like I knew I hated my degree and I wasn't gonna use it, but I was like, well, I need to graduate because otherwise I have to pay all these grants back. Yes. So, so let me explain more about the Pell Grant a little bit. Um, the Pell Grant, uh, there's so the borrowing population um, over sixty percent of the borrowing population has received a Pell Grant. Oh, really? Pell Grant recipient, yep. Oh, wow. So 60% of individuals that have gotten student loans, or over 60%, 60% minimum, has received Pell Grants. Um, and so that means that, like, as long as you graduate, like you're saying, it's forgiven. So these are people that did not graduate, that they're getting these Pell Grants. That's bad. Okay, so... But then they shouldn't be able to get more of that forgiven because that's just... Let me tell you how many. Oh my gosh. I want you to know how many. I want people. I want people to know how many. So right now, there's currently 43 million, roughly 43 million students, or 43 million 
individuals with student loan debt, okay? Okay. 43 individuals, 43 million borrowers, we'll say. 30% of that 43 million owe less than $10,000 in loans. Okay. Wait, how much? Uh, approximately thirty percent owe less than ten k in loans. Okay, okay? That, that's I'm, that's me. Yep. Approximately fifty percent owe twenty thousand dollars or less. Okay. So that was me when I graduated, or no, I was above that. I yep. think when I graduated, I had twenty two thousand. Okay, and you're under ten now. And I'm at nine. Okay. In five years. Yeah. As it should be. You should pay them off. Oh, no, four years. Um, so, of that 43 million, okay, of that 43 million, 27 million borrowers are eligible for the $20,000 relief in Pell Grant. That means 27 million people have gotten a Pell Grant, are eligible for that relief, and didn't graduate, or for some reason that Pell Grant... Um, and the loans are still there, or actually what I believe now, what it probably means is they probably have gotten Pell Grants, they have $20,000 in student loans, and so they get the relief of that, so that's what that means. Oh. That's what that means. So if you've received a Pell Grant, you that and that Pell Grant was washed away, or if you still have it, you're eligible for 20,000 relief because your parents didn't make as much. Um, so that's what that means. So 27 million, of the 43 million are eligible for the 20,000 in relief. So I would be eligible then for the 20,000 20, then. Yeah, but it doesn't matter because you Well, I have less only. than yeah, yeah, but still. But yes, that is that is correct. Um, so this was put under under a presidential executive order. So that means that it doesn't have to go through the Senate or House of Representatives, right? Correct, which that leads into um, this could be an illegal bill, okay? We're not, so there's questions that's an illegal bill. Um, Pres, uh, Chuck Schumer, uh, he's a Senate, Chuck Schumer, I congressman. Chuck Schumer says it's legal, for sure legal, okay? Nancy Pelosi has said she doesn't believe it's legal. Um, Biden, before this, has said he's not sure if it's legal and Congress would need to vote against it. Chuck Schumer is a leader of the Senate, by the way. Leader of the Senate, Senate okay. So, Biden before had thought that uh, he doesn't know if this is legal, so he wants Congress to vote against it, mm -hmm. right, on this topic. He didn't do that, and they made a presidential executive order. Here we are. So, there's a chance that... Uh, so, it could just get taken down. There's a chance that, well, so, it can go through, but then the Republicans can challenge the executive order, mm -hmm. or whoever can challenge the executive order um, based on it being an illegal bill. And then it could go to Congress for a vote. So hopefully, uh, well, it'll have to pass Congress to see um, there'll be an investigation and whatever to see if it is an illegal bill or not. Interesting. Yep. Um, so if it turns out to be legal, then they could cancel it. Well, they would have to by law, but that doesn't mean they will because... But if it turns out if it's illegal? Yeah. Oh, I thought you said legal. No, if it turns out it's illegal, they could cancel it. Mm-hmm. Um, but we know the society we live in, and I wouldn't doubt if they just turned a blind eye because they do that shit all the time. Mm -hmm. um, but so, boom. So um, with this bill, right, we have people saying that this is a great thing. Okay. You have people saying it's great. You have people saying it's awful. Back and forth, 
you have people saying, well, we should pay off the student debt because people are allowed or kids are allowed to get in all this debt without the full repercussions, without knowing the full repercussions, without being educated right. on it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I agree in that realm of students are not educated on this. Right. On what they're actually, students aren't educated on ROI, return on investment. What's your return on investment for going to college? Mm-hmm. Getting in this student debt, um, and what's your job likely? What's your placement in a job likelihood? How much more will you make at that job compared to if you go get a job somewhere else? Right, and I think that's like a huge like downfall of like parenting right now because like I'm sure you were the same. Like everyone's parents said, like you have to go to college to get a job. Yeah, they're like you should go to college. Right, but no one tells you about like. You could go to this two-year college that's way cheaper, get a two-year degree, and get the same job as a person with a four-year degree. Nobody tells you you can just go straight into sales at 18 years old and make more than everybody in college. Right. Nobody tells you you can go straight into a trades field and um, be an apprentice and make more than most people in school. Right. We're not told that kind of stuff. You can just go work at Menards, work your way up into a supervisor position. Um, in a lot of companies, you can go and work your way up into a foreman or into a management position without any education. Mm-hmm. People are not told that. No, we were, especially I think our like generation, like we were all told you had to go to college. Mm-hmm. And so it is the lack of education on it. But because of that lack of education, we shouldn't just be forgiving this. Correct. Correct. I, I agree completely. And that's how I feel on that side. It's like our parents failed us or like the the generation before us failed us mm-hmm. in this in this respect. Um, the government has failed us. The education system has failed us massively, and it's going to continue getting worse. Mm. Like I think instead of this, like they should be giving people uh, the education to like a financial education course, like for free, to show people how to pay off your debts and how you can still live like a normal functioning life. I think right, like financial yeah. literacy. There should be financial literacy courses. There shouldn't be all these courses. There is. You don't have to go to post secondary education unless it's specialized. Mm-hmm. Doctor, engineer, lawyer. Yes, you have to go to post secondary education. But what's your ROI? You're going two hundred thousand dollars in debt. You're going to be making $250,000 a year. Mm -hmm. If you are intelligent, if you are financially literate, you can pay that off in five years. If you are not financially literate, you're going to be fucked Mm -hmm. because you're an idiot. Right. So just regardless, forgiving this is it's then they're just going to get a different debt because they're going to be like, oh, the government will eventually pay it off for me. 100%. So with that, I'm going to kind of bounce around as the, the conversation goes. So with that. Nearly one-third of all the borrowers have debt, but no degree, okay? One-third? So roughly one-third of the student loan debt, they do not have degrees. That's rough. Okay. Um, this is this is what I'm not a big fan of here. Um, they had to throw this in there. They said, and I, I read multiple articles, listened to multiple YouTube videos. Please go online, look at this stuff. I'm not a CPA. I'm not an accountant. I'm not an attorney. This is just what I read from multiple different article sources and YouTube, okay? So, in two different articles, they talked about how this, what we're doing here, I'll actually pull up the exact quotes, we have it. Canceling those debts is a way to right a set of wrongs that are highly unequal by race, by gender, and by socioeconomic background, says Eaton, it's well worth it. 
So the reason he's saying that is canceling student loan debt could remove significant barriers keeping everyday Americans from achieving upward mobility. Research suggests that it could help consumers from less privileged backgrounds build wealth and address racial disparities by benefiting those who carry the biggest loan balances, typically black and Latinx consumers. I don't know when we started doing Latinx. Those benefits for some are worth any potential ramifications in the future. You know what I think is funny about that? Education's racist. Keep going, honey. Yeah. Um, I had a friend in college. Uh, and she even thought it was wrong, too. She was South African, I think. Okay. Um, and Indian. So she had darker skin color. Um, she got a, a grant from UW-Eau Claire. Yes. For being colored. Correct. So, like, she got, a, I think, a big chunk of her tuition paid off. 100%. Best part is is she actually ended up uh, going into the military to get the rest of her education paid for. That's really cool. That's mm-hmm. good for her. Yeah. Because um, she knew she would have to, like, she wanted to go get her master's and stuff. And she was right. like, I can't afford this. So, she joined the military to do that. Well, that's really smart of her. Yeah. But she even thought it was wrong that she was able to get a, like, special grant just for being colored. They did the same shit if you were Native American or any any mm. race but white. If you went and participated in four summer courses at the University of Madison, mm-hmm. if you went every year for four years, you got free education. But you could not be white to get that. So, And that's why I think that's so, that quote is just so ironic to me because we know there's, like, there's people that have gotten grants and, um, well, grants for being colored colored yeah so how are they the ones that are hurting the most so they're the ones hurting the most so here's here's what one of the articles said as a statistic so it's disproportionately on black borrowers 20 years after first enrolling a typical black borrower who started college in 1995 to 1996 still owes 95% of their original student debt. So are they not paying? That's what I'm saying. How are you telling... What is the typical black borrower? That's what I want to know first off. What's a typical black borrower? What percentage is... Like, what percentage of black individual is the typical black borrower? Right. Also, 95 to 96, think how cheap college was still back then. Bro, that's... This article was talking about individuals who are finally paying off their student debt in their 70s. I'm like, this is not the fault. Dude, education was so cheap 50 years ago. If you're just paying that off, you've made the wrong decisions in life to not be financially literate and make this... That's just that's just impossible. They had to have not been paying, like no, on they're purpose. Not paying. Yeah, so because like my mom took out a private student loan to pay for my sister's uh, college on only like a year's worth. Yeah. Um. So it was at Marquette University in Milwaukee. So super expensive. So super high interest rate because it was private. I think she just finished paying it off this year. Twenty years later, it took her twenty years. Oh my God, that's awful. Yeah. Whoa. Maybe not. Uh, how old is Emily? Yeah, so about 20 years. So that's fucking, that's impossible. Oh, well, yeah, but it means, so they're just not paying. It's plain and simple. They're right, not right. paying the minimum. If you pay the minimum, you got to, the minimum, how it's set up right now is if you pay the minimum, you pay it off in 20 years. Yeah. So they're doing it where you don't even pay the min. like you, they're not even paying a minimum because it would have been paid off 
um, seven years ago. Mm -hmm. Well, and think about the fact, how many friends do we know that they, when COVID hit, they're like, I'm not going to pay any of my student loans because they're just going to forgive it at the end of this. Thank you very much for leading me into the next thing. So since Biden took office, he has canceled $31 billion in student loan debt. He, he, this this was a selected and targeted uh, cancellation of 1.6 million borrowers. He canceled debt from disabled, public sector employees, students who were defrauded, and students enrolled in schools that closed down. So the schools that closed down, I totally get that. I get that, but then on the flip side of that is why like the education should have been there to not go to that school you should be going to a school with a very high track record very well known i have lots of friends uh a girl that i knew went to get her master's at a school yeah and like it was well known it was like known especially for the program she was in Mm. it's very well known it closed in the middle of the semester they had no clue was coming they had no inclination that there was issues with this university or this college Mm -hmm. uh paying for everything nothing it just closed in the middle of the semester damn Mm -hmm. that's rough yeah good way to go to college guys Mm. but they did help i think they did help the people like find other colleges to go to sure sure so so far biden's done that federal student loan defer deferral has been um has been going on since march of 2020 Mm -hmm. okay and so far there's been six extensions okay the the um the last extension was just put into place with this bill and the um and it is december 31st december 31st so the 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 loan moratorium where you don't have to pay loans the loan moratorium that ends um december 31st the loan deferral where it's been extended um so that you don't get interest that ends december 31st also so so since march of 2020 we've not had to pay interest on student loans we've not had to um, pay. Um, it's been up to you if you've wanted to pay or not, right? Mm-hmm. Turns out you probably shouldn't pay because it's getting relieved. Whoopsies. Um, but in reality, like, they should have been like, oh, people haven't had interest on their student loans for two years. Like, these people should have these things, like, practically no. paid so off. So, do you know why they are canceling this? No. Because individuals over the last two years, two and a half, over the last two and a half years, Borrowers have gotten used to living without this burden of paying student loans. So now when the student loan payment gets um, put back into place January 1st, these borrowers are not going to be able to make the payments because they have taken them out of their living and they've been this is like that money that they were using for student loans is now part of their living standard and so now if they get rid of that living if they bring the loans back these people are going to have to lower their living standards and they won't be able to and a lot of loans are going to be deferred and not paid well that's people's personal problems that's people's personal fucking problems dude because you also should have never quit paying this shit then you should have never stopped paying it should have never came out of your fucking right, everyday life think how far down they like you'd be with no interest Right, 100%. I think I've been able to... I mean, we've been just doing the minimum payments on mine because we're just like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's been like three grand plus or plus that I've paid off in the past two and a half years. Yep. Like, that's a joke. So, it is a joke. It's 100% a joke. Also, to not even like... 
it's also the government's fault that people can't afford a living right now because it's their fault the inflation rate's so high. It's their fault that gas is so high, so then all food and everything is so high. If they wouldn't have been dumb and fucking postponed the recession, like, people wouldn't be struggling as much as they are. Thank you for leading me to my next point. All right, gang, so... <laughs> I, haven't read, I haven't read any of his notes, by the way. <laughs> so... Um, according to the Department of Education analysis, the typical undergrad student is graduating with nearly $25,000 in debt. Okay, so I don't know what the typical undergrad student is. It will not give me exact numbers, so we're going to go off of the same thing that apparently whatever a typical black borrower is. I mean, I don't know. I'm a typical, I would say I was pretty typical then. I ended up with 22000 yeah. I also went to college for seven and a half years, so... Yeah. But you can play that into perspective too. Seven so, years. According to the Department of Education analysis, the typical undergrad student is graduating with nearly $25,000 in debt. Um, the average interest rate, I believe, for federal student loans is around 4, 4%. I think, um, yeah, I think at the end, mine, a lot of mine average probably around 3.5, but yeah, so sure. 4. So around 4, around 4%. Is which the, is low. Which is low. Okay. So. I would love to put this in perspective for everybody. You get 20 years. You get 20 years to pay off your student loans. 20 years is what your payoff is if you pay the minimum, okay? The average used car in 2022 is $27,945. So people are going to school for four years getting an education, which in theory should bring up their ability to make more income, okay? A used car is $27,945, okay? So we're talking $2,945 more to buy a car than a four-year education, okay? That's a bad ROI. That's, yeah. So if you're driving in a car, that's used that you spent around $27,000 for or near that, you could you can pay off your student loans because you're already doing it with a car that has a five to seven year payoff. That car you got to pay off in five to seven years, okay? This education, you get 20 years to pay off. You could easily set that up and pay it off into five to seven years just like that car and keep driving the car you currently have or drive beater cars to pay off that debt because you incurred that debt, not somebody else. Okay, let me tell you what a new car is. How many people, Sam, do you see in new cars? Oh, so many. Well, because they can't keep them on the lot. Dude, new cars are just flying. The average cost... Of a new car as of July 2022, the average cost of a new car is $48,182. But you got to think, like, how many people do we know that probably have student loan debt that have, like, an $80,000 truck or something? A hundred... Dude. Well, let's just go like this. How many people do we know that have student loan debt that have a new vehicle? Or have a vehicle within the... Since... That have bought a new vehicle since they've graduated? Oh, yeah. A lot. Who've bought a new vehicle since they graduated and still have student loans? Check it out. $25,000, okay? Plus your 27000 for your average used car puts you at 52945 That's $4,000 over your new vehicle price. What's the average interest rate on a car loan? Uh, it depends on your interest rate. Anywhere from 1.99 to Probably 10%. 10? Okay. Yeah. So 
Guys, if you own a new car, you could for the for less money a month, okay? Let me let me explain this to you small brain fucking dumbasses. For less money a month, you would be able to pay your student loan payment and pay for your used car for less than your new car you're driving around in. You idiot. And like a $27,000 used car, you can get a pretty nice used pretty car. Pretty fucking nice Because we were looking car. at like 2018 Honda Civics. Those were... With like, no, like 2020 Honda Civics. Yeah. With fucking 30,000 miles for under 27 grand. Yeah. Bro. That car's going to a fucking 2020 Honda Civic. And that was the sport model. So that was the increase model. It was yeah. 27 grand. With 30,000 miles. That thing is going to last you 20 years if you take care of it. Oh, 100%. Uh, oh, man. So I love this. That. I just wanted to put it in proportion for you guys what that looks like. And it has nothing. It has This has nothing to do with the debt you have incurred. This, one, this whole thing has to do with financial literacy. That's it. That's all this has to deal with. Let's keep moving forward because I don't want to be too biased in this, but it's too late because I already am. There's $1.7 trillion in student loans currently, okay? I mean, can we be biased if I have them and I've... I've had them too. I'm just going to be biased. Okay. So there's $1.7 trillion in student loans. A bunch of people are blaming the colleges, saying they're charging too much. Um, they're not giving enough value. They're not teaching kids on the ROI and repercussions of getting into all this student debt. They're not telling students what the um, placement rate is for their jobs. They're giving them um, education and degrees that are use useless and not getting them jobs. Um, somehow that's the college's fault, not the um, edu like. I think it's the high school education, the public education system, I yeah. think, is at fault. I think the colleges are at fault. I think a lot of regulations at fault. I think parenting's at fault for buying into this stuff and not researching But also, it. like, do your own research, do like, your kid. Do research as a kid, dude. Um, I told Sean this. I don't remember how true this is, but I heard, like, five years ago that it's actually, um, like, these federal grants and stuff that are the reason that colleges have increased so high. I'm not surprised remotely because yeah. if they get paid, they get paid. All right, let's run to the next thing real quick. What will this cost us? So two different um, companies, uh, Penn Wharton is one of them. Uh, they estimate that this is going to cost roughly $300 billion to do this $10,000 to uh, $20,000 relief. Another company estimated $330 billion that, that this program is going to cost. Um this didn't, didn't it only get approved for like a like three thirty million? No, it's three hundred. Three hundred million. Three hundred million billion. Or sorry, three hundred billion. My my apologies. Three hundred billion. Okay. So three hundred billion um to three hundred and thirty billion. Was I saying million? No, you were saying billion. No, I think I'm just mixing up the uh, other tax thing that went through. So if you want to put this into perspective, uh the first twelve hundred dollar stimulus check everybody got, this is a similar size bill to that. Um, last year, we had $2.3 trillion. Um, we were $2.3 trillion above our deficit, below our deficit. Um, so we added $2.3 trillion in debt just last year to the uh, government, to the federal deficit. I don't even want to know what this year is going to be with all the money we've given away to We've given everyone. $70 billion already. Let's to, continue. Okay, so we're going to keep continuing, all right, because we're going to keep continuing. So um, uh, Democrat uh, Senator Schumer. 
He said that's not nearly enough. Uh, we should be doing $50,000 in cancellation. 50? $50,000. Five zero. Five zero. $50,000 in cancellation. That would be a little over a trillion dollar bill. Um, the, the only issue is like, the, the thing that's bothering me about a lot of this, the people that are struggling are the ones that have private loans, not public loans. Yes, so that doesn't matter. Right, because um, those don't get, those no, don't, don't get, get so, oh my god. So what what are Republicans saying? Republicans are saying um, this is a handout to the rich. Um, it's burden for low-income earners to pay increased education for the wealthy. Um, so pretty much uh, low-income earners and stuff are getting this burden of, of paying uh low-income earners to so it's low-income earners paying uh, increased education because right as they do this like just what you're talking about with the federal um with the federal assistance and the school going up mm -hmm. the school tuition's going up um they're expecting the same thing to happen because people this the schools are going to be like oh you're just going to be uh relieved anyways down the line so just take out as much student debt as you want 100 yeah, yeah. Not, right so um also uh republicans are saying this is super unfair for people who didn't go to college or paid off their college already because they have financial literacy mm -hmm. uh, um i have to agree with those people because i feel the exact same way um the amount forgiven okay the amount forgiven will not go to, towards your taxable income so if you receive 10 to twenty thousand dollars um, that will not go towards your taxable income. That is tax exempt. So that is free money to you that you get to use to pay it off. Okay. Um, what are economists saying? Both Republican and Democratic economists are both saying this. Please go look it up. Um, student loan forgiveness will add to inflation by giving people more money to spend. Okay. So inflation's already up. This is going to increase inflation, says economists on both sides. Colleges are going to add tuition prices, furthering inflation. Okay, inflation's going up. College education's going up. We knew that. All right. Um, this raises the demand. This raises demand and increases inflation using resources that could be better used for other things that could help the schools and the country instead of paying off student debt. So this should be going to the public school system instead. Like to pay like teachers more or like, like instead of this money going to people who chose to go to colleges, College. go to well, those should go to like public, like, uh, like high schools and stuff. You know, or we just don't add $30 billion to our deficit. You know, it's valid. Do that. So this guy is saying, you know, this economist is saying like, there's so many other programs and things we could use this $300 billion on better. Um, and we could just give financial literacy to the individuals in debt to pay it off themselves. Yep. Um, this is also unfair. That same individual um, said it's unfair helping high earners um, because the people that went to college and they got a degree, they should have skills to earn a higher income. Mm -hmm. But so the people that didn't go to school um, are now getting their taxes increased um, to pay for people that have a higher income earning potential to mm -hmm. pay off their student debt yeah. even though they should be paying it off because they're the ones earning more return on investment so i would just want that to be but it's i mean aware. but it's our fault that karen decided to go get a degree in women's studies and couldn't get a job that paid more than thirty thousand dollars a year correct you are yeah yeah so with with this with schools going with school prices going up right President Biden has made the largest increase in Pell Grants, and he wants to keep increasing uh, the Pell Grants to an extent to make community college free. Okay, make community college free, all of a sudden, 
what's the point of it? Wait, community college is then going to just be as expen- expensive as a four-year college. Well, just increase it. Yeah, so anyways, like, they want to try to do that. Since Biden's taken office, nobody's had to pay federal loans, right? We know that. Since Biden's taken office, no federal loan has had to be paid, uh, student loan, okay? Couple things in here that they want to, couple things in this bill that they want to, they want to put into place. So instead of right now, right now, um, your, right now, your minimum payment is, or your yearly payment is 10% of your income, right? So whatever your 10% of your income is, that's what your maximum you can pay in for student, for student loans a year, right? They can't make you pay more than that. Apparently, that's what they said is current. I don't know. I um, my student loans, I could either pay or like, I, I, and I can switch to whenever I can choose like, to pay just the minimum to pay them off in twenty years or whatever. Sure. Which, it would just be flat standard the whole time. So it was like a hundred and eighty dollars a month or whatever. Yeah. Um, and that, or I could choose to have it staggered. So starting off, I could choose to have a lower percentage. So it's only like a hundred dollars a month, and then like every maybe five years, it would jump up or whatever. Right. So at the end, I'd obviously be paying more a month, but you would think in fifteen years I'd be getting paid more anyways. That's so it balanced out. How it should, you know. In right, you but like I got to choose which way I wanted it. Right. Right. So. And what? you can you can like switch back and forth too because I switched a couple times. So I'll, yeah yeah okay yeah that makes sense so um, for undergraduate loans um, the amount that the borrowers have to pay each month um, from ten percent to five percent of discretionary income okay so they want it to go from ten percent to five percent of discretionary income oh, okay so it's gonna allow you to take longer to pay off your loans yes great and I will but here but here's the thing so they got that right mm-hmm. here's the next part. Forgive loan balances after 10 years of payments. So instead of 20 years, apparently after 20 years right now, if, you're, uh, if you've made all your payments on time and everything after 20 years, for borrowers with original loan balances of $12,000 or less. So this is for 12,000. So if you had an original loan balance of $12,000 or less and it took you 20 years to pay off, that doesn't even make sense how no, that's even possible. The Department of Education estimates that this reform will allow nearly all community college borrowers to be debt-free within 10 years. So they will forgive your loan balances after 10 years of payments if you've had a $12,000 or less original that loan was, balance. That was you paying $50 a month. Correct you are, honey. Correct you are. So they also want to raise the amount of income that is considered non-discretionary income and therefore is protected from repayment. This is guaranteeing that no borrower earning under 225% of the federal poverty level about the ab- about the annual equivalent of $15 minimum wage for a single borrower will have to make a monthly payment. So if you make under 225% of the federal poverty level, you will not have to make monthly payments. All right. Cover the borrower's unpaid monthly interest. So that unlike any other existing income-driven repayment plans, no borrower's loan balance will grow as long as they make their monthly payments, even when that monthly payment is zero because their income is too low. These reforms would simply... These reforms would simply simplify loan repayment and deliver significant savings to low- and middle-income borrowers. Let me give you some examples from the whitehouse.gov. 
A typical single construction worker making $38,000 a year with a construction management credential would pay only $31 a month compared to $147. And then after 10 years, it would just be forgiven? Uh, if their original loan balance was over, was under $12,000. Um, they they pay now, so they, they pay $147 now. Um, the most recent income-driven repayment plan for annual savings of nearly $1,400. All right, let's do a nurse. A typical nurse making $77,000 a year who is married with two kids would pay only $61 a month on their undergraduate loan. So tell me how this makes any sense. What is $30 to somebody making Forty thousand, so sorry, thirty-nine thousand dollars. So say you make thirty-nine thousand dollars more than a construction worker, you only have to pay thirty dollars more a month on your undergraduate loans compared to your current two hundred ninety-five. Well, that makes zero. That sense. makes no sense. Um, so they pay. So with that, um, they would have an annual savings of twenty-eight hundred. So wait, question though. The. There's interest on these loans still, right? No, there won't be interest. There won't be interest on student loans anymore. Because if you're making your payments on time. So there's interest if you don't make... It's like a credit card if you don't make your payment. But the thing is, they're carrying a balance. So that's where um, that's where it doesn't make sense, right? Um, so yeah. now, literally, the government is giving free money and not getting any return back. Like, that's the worst bank in the history of banks. Yes. They're literally borrowing money, giving people money, but not expecting like you to pay them to borrow the money. Correct, you are. So there will the not be. They will fuck? not be. They will not be making money when they should be making money on these loans they're giving out. So they shouldn't. The federal government shouldn't be giving loans. Period. No, that's so, the worst bank ever. The worst bank. Discretionary income is what's left over after essential life needs such as food and housing. So your discretionary income, we're talking about discretionary income and that that's what they base like this payment off of. So how you kind of figure out your discretionary income is you you subtract your average housing costs in your area and your average food costs in your area from your income. And then you get what your discretionary income could be. Um, to give an example, $50,000 in income, uh, the discretionary cost is around 29000 So it would base your... 5% off of 29,000 instead of 50,000. All right. We'll wrap this up for everybody. Um what is the average person what is how is it going to affect us if you don't have a student loan? How is it going to affect you if you do have a student loan? Um there is no final no solid number on how much taxes will be increased um some things i've heard and saw is an increase in taxes around two thousand dollars a year dude that's gonna kill some people <sighs> yeah well and it just sucks because you know you got the you got the average joes who didn't go get it, debt or who got debt and paid it off already and now they're going to be getting penalized. You know, the, the numbers aren't in, the, you know, just from what I heard is, you know, uh, 10 or $2,000 a year. So, you know, their, their taxes are going to be increased by $2,000 a year. So they're getting penalized because people are not financially literate. 
um, the people that had their loans paid off, or the, the you know the people that have ten thousand dollars in student loans and get that paid off, well, they're sitting all right because that's a pretty good ROI. Ten thousand dollars free for two thousand dollars a year. How long will that last? Maybe only a couple years, um, but who knows? Maybe only a year. You know how long will that two thousand last? You know, might only be a year, might be two years, might be longer. They might keep it indefinitely. Yeah, I was gonna say if, if they know they can get get away with taking it now why wouldn't they just do it forever correct so that is um dude between that one and the other tax bill like so no one's getting a tax return i hope you all know that i don't think we're going to be getting tax returns um you know now with uh, the so so just i want you guys to understand um just in the past two weeks um between the irs bill and this bill um, it's a combined uh, seven, a little over seven hundred billion dollars that's being passed in money we do not have that will be coming from taxpayers. Um, how they plan to pay for that four hundred some billion uh, from the from the the Inflation Reduction Act? How they so they're to to reduce inflation? They plan to pull four hundred billion out of thin air, which is added to our deficit, which. In instantly, instantly increases inflation. Um, but over the next 10 years, they will get that money back from us through uh, through the $87,000 87, IRS agents auditing uh, average shows, middle, middle class earners um, auditing them. They plan through the 87,000 agents auditing um, middle class earners and whatnot that they will be able to bring 700 billion in from the 400 billion investment in 10 years so in total what our tax implications are going to be to pay for this uh these two bills that have been passed in the last two weeks two bills two weeks what our tax implication is going to be is one trillion dollars over the next 10 years let that sink in uh, I am not a CPA. I'm not an attorney. I'm not an accountant. This is all from reading and consuming other people's contents who are CPAs and whatnot online. Um, so two notes. Okay. One, he's obviously mm. only doing this to try and help out the Democrats for the midterm election. Mm. Um, mm -hmm. Just so you all know. Uh, that was actually said in, in multiple articles that like that is a, a main thought like a lot of people believe that's the main cause for this well that's the only thing like so many people are just like i've seen so many tiktoks of people saying they only voted for biden because he promised student loan forgiveness and then he didn't give it didn't give it didn't give it and sure now that his approval rating is at zero percent yeah he's gonna fucking do this to try and get the democrats back on a good good term yes um the other note is just, like, this is just straight up, like, from Robin Hood. You guys remember the fucking Robin Hood books? Uh, what was it, King George or whatever? Mm -hmm. Taxed people so much that they were living in poverty. No one could afford anything. And so, hopefully, we somehow will get a Robin Hood to come and steal money from the rich and give it back do you know, to the citizens. Do you know where else, where else this has occurred? Um, I'm guessing some third world countries. No, this actually occurred um, in Germany in the 1920s and 30s. Um, and they ended up having a Robin Hood come to power. That Robin Hood's name is Adolf Hitler because they got so sick of the government trying to control everything. They brought in somebody who would uh, dismantle the government. 
that Robin Hood was Adolf Hitler, and we see how that worked out. So, um, by going down this massive rabbit hole... We're just going to have an Adolf Hitler you, again. You lead to somebody coming into power who is actually going to put a stop. The problem with that stop is it oftentimes leads to genocide and a lot harsher um, rules. And it's, we've heard this before on other podcasts. The, the people they're going to kill are not ones like Sean and I who... They do not. They do not kill the people who are helping society. They do not kill them. They kill the people that are useless to society. They're the ones that die first. Yeah, they, they're going to kill all the people that have voted for these people to get into power because they want to do nothing and live off of the government um, but guess what? You can't have a functioning society that way, so you're going to be the first to go. Yep, and it's a good way, right? Like, they can see who voted and stuff. It's a good way to be able to go through and, and take out um, and get rid of the people who are voting and advocating for these socialist type of views. Yep. What can we do? What can we do? Um, I think number one is financial literacy. Take a financial literacy course. Do not go to a college. Um, There's tons of free stuff online or cheap stuff yeah. online. If you don't, let's start here. If you if you don't know much about financial literacy, just start with Dave Ramsey. That's going to be the number one thing to get you living below your means and paying off your debt. Do Dave Ramsey. After you've done that for a couple years, reach out to us and I can give you other guys who will help you with investing. But Dave Ramsey is going to help you figure out how to live below your means um if you currently already are below your means do all that and you want investment information yeah feel free to reach out i'll tell you give you some like places that i go for investment information um or like growth information dude i just think leverage and shit i just thought about it too uh because our friend lauren dj um laura only stayed at her job because she could get her master's for free through them Mm -hmm. mm-hmm mm-hmm that's smart. There, there's so many. There's so many ways to, to do this shit effectively. There's so many ways if you're smart. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Um, and the second thing is right. Like we have seen the massive, the massive decline in the last two years. Um, you know, from COVID, from the democratic policies and stuff. We've seen the insane inflation, twenty six percent inflation over the past two years, if not more. Um. You have to you have to get out and vote. You have to you have to stand up against this stuff. Um, it's the only way it's going to stop. Um, look at gas prices from where they're at in 2019 to now. You know it's over 100 percent increase. So I would um, I would highly recommend uh, getting out voting, getting financial literacy, and hopefully we can turn this country around for the better because all of us are now locked into paying off an extra trillion dollars in deficit not including the 2.3 trillion dollars in deficit they added last year that we have to pay off with our taxes i hope you loved this episode i hope it was educational i hope you got a lot from it please 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 don't take what we say only for gospel and please go research this stuff because i read this this is all from articles i researched you can find all the information i just gave you on uh on the internet on youtube and please go double check that i'm not lying to you yeah see ya peace out